I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but it just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the P on Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. The Bears score most first-half points ever in a game against Minnesota and hang on to win 33-27 to bring their record to 7-7. Running back David Montgomery had career highs in both carries and rushing yards finishing the game with 146 yards and two touchdowns on 32 carries. Bears offense has now scored at least 30 points in three straight weeks. Chicago is still in the hunt for a playoff spot as they sit just one game behind Arizona for the final wild card. Other NFL news, Carolina Panthers became fifth team to fire their GM this season when they announced today that they are parting ways with Marty Herney. New York Jets, looking to avoid a winless season, needed a defensive stop late yesterday against L.A. A fourth down, five-man rush. Goff will throw deep, looking for Everett against May. Deflected away! Marcus May with the play of the day for the Jets. That call by Kevin Kugler. Rams never saw the ball again after that play as Jets win 23-20 for their first since week 17 of last year, and it may end up costing them the top pick in the draft. As things currently stand, Jacksonville is in line for first overall pick due to an easier strength of schedule than the Jets. And in golf, it was Justin Thomas and his father Mike winning the PNC championship after shooting 15 under par on Sunday. And this has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! Blow the whistle! Tyler. David Dykstra. And Brandon Janeska. We have a show for you guys. We'll be talking... Bears and Vikings. So, Bears and Vikings game going ahead and looking at Bears and Jaguars. We'll review Bulls season as that's coming up. And we also have a special guest today. Russ, say hi to the people. Hi, Russ. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Boys, can I just say I love the fact that Nagy and Laser listen to our show? (laughs) They sure seem to. Feed the man the ball, and boy, did they ever. I didn't think we had much listeners, but I guess those two definitely listened to us. <laughs> I love the fact that that is a possibility that they were actually, hey, those guys got some good points. We should probably listen to them. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. So let's get into this. Let's. <laughs> Thanks get... for the sarcasm, hey, no. Brandon. <laughs> I'm all about it. Let's get into this. Bears talk, Bears Vikings. The way these two teams play it, or at least they have, is Montgomery breaks through inside the 40. Montgomery, and he gets another four yards where he hesitated. David Montgomery straight ahead, and that's a Bears touchdown. Goes down from the 14 of Minnesota, trying to get more. It's Montgomery who has a hole. Montgomery to the end zone. What a run for the Bears. And a touchdown. 
What a game Montgomery had. 32 carries, 149 yards, and two touchdowns. We got. I love this guy. Yeah, and they finally gave him the ball. Career high in carries, career high in yards. Funny how that works. We want to thank uh, Chris Myers for the play-by-play there. That yeah. was nice. Um, I, just to be uh, real with you guys, uh, that was like old school NFC North football yesterday. <laughs> that was pound them in the face running back football. It really was, and it was nice to see. Uh, Montgomery had 11 carries the previous week, career high 32. He he nearly tripled his number of carries from the previous week, and I've been going on about it just about every week that we need to see more of him, and I'm glad that we finally saw it. Yeah, no, just getting him the ball more just made it a lot easier for the offense because it wasn't just constantly passing down the field. It's like It was a mixture of both rushing and uh, passing, and it just worked out really well against that Vikings defense. Well, and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit that tripling his carries, I mean, doubling I would have been okay with, but tripling, I don't want to see the dude get worn out and have some, like, a hammy issue, though. That's my only thing. But he looks strong at the end of the game, so I guess knock on wood. That's true. And the fact that he's barely carried it going into this week will definitely help. But, yeah, you don't want to overwork him all of a sudden. Just he goes from 11 to 32 and... There is some risk in that. I agree. Definitely was not expecting him. Well, I guess uh, kind of. I did not expect him to have a heck of a lot better game than uh, Dalvin Cook. That just shows good how our defense played as well. Even though Dalvin Cook still had about, what, 120 rushing yards? He did break 100 yards, and he had a better game than he did the first time they faced the Bears. Yeah. But overall, I thought the Bears played an all-around great game. I would agree with that. I, I top to bottom, we we won special teams. Santos continues his unbelievable season. Hey, twenty two in a row, and to just by fluke get that guy is amazing. Robbie Gold, who? <laughs> well, he was the last one to have that record yeah, of Rob, most consecutive field goals. Robbie by Gold Bear. has the record right now at twenty six. Santos is up to twenty two. He'll get it. He'll get it by the end of the year. And let's let let's just uh, reminisce for a second. I heard somebody doinked one off of a gold post yesterday. The king, the king of doinks. Who else? <laughs> I I heard that today, and I was like, yeah, dude. If you got money for that, he'd be a millionaire. Yeah, Cody Parkey. <laughs> that takes talent, I guess. If to, well, yeah, you're, yeah. He, this dude's hitting a what like a five inch wide pole compared to like this. The open, ten, yeah, ten yard <laughs> wide <laughs> gap. Well, thank thank you for Santos. That's the big thing. Thank you for he's, Santos. He's been a, a definite upgrade, that's for sure, and, and very impressive during it because they aren't they haven't been chip shots. He hit a forty one and a forty six yesterday, I believe. Uh, so forty eight, I think. Forty eight, his long See, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's impressive to keep that streak going. Yeah, and another record that was set yesterday, Darnell Mooney, the rookie out of Tulane. He's up to 46 receptions on the season, which breaks Harlan Hill's record for a Bears rookie running, I'm sorry, rookie wide receiver. It's running back Matt Forte, who holds the all-time rookie franchise record, regardless of position, at 63. 
I really liked seeing how Mooney played yesterday. He played he, his route running is just unreal, and he's just always getting open. And I know he's got up against the Minnesota secondary. I I would agree. My my biggest thing coming out of yesterday was the fact that I heard that he has zero dropped passes yeah, for the season. That is incredible for a rookie to have. That really, is a statistic that is unreal. It's incredible for anyone, but yeah, even more so the fact that he is a rookie. I still forget that he's a rookie sometimes just because he's playing so yeah. like professionally he and has, so good. He is their number two right now. He is the Bears' number two behind Allen Robinson. My, my only worry with him, and I, I've said it more than once, is the fact that I'm worried that one of these days he's going to go across the middle – not be able to make that move and get broken in half because he is smaller. It is a possibility, and with his speed, it's good to use him on slants and stuff. So that's always a risk, but that I feel like that's a risk for just about anyone running in the slot. Oh, yeah, well, think about, like, Tyreek Hill as well. He's yeah. not a big guy, and so far he hasn't been getting injured at, like, at all that I've known seen. He pulls a hammy every once in a while, but... <laughs> With that speed, it's like a gazelle. He twitches one one wrong way, and it's, he's down. He's down. Yeah, but let's talk one real quick about one other thing. The Bears' defense, they were without Jalen Johnson, Buster Screen, and backup safety Dion Bush. I have to say, uh, I will be quite honest and say that that secondary showed up a lot better than I thought they were. Jefferson got his, num- his numbers but it wasn't anything huge. Thielen had a touchdown, and it was the first touchdown, and he didn't do much of anything the rest of the game either. Yeah, and how about Duke Shelley? Second-year pro, he made a couple of stops that brought up a fourth-and-one situation. I know one of them was on a Kirk Cousins QB sneak, and he's, he, they almost flagged him for it, but they showed that it was a shoulder check that he did, and he stopped him a yard short. They go for it on fourth, and the Bears come up with a huge turnover. That was a beautiful hit. That that was textbook tackling to stop someone from gaining a first down. That was amazingly great tackle. Oh yeah, I was yelling at the TV when they when I saw <laughs> that they initially was going to call uh, an illegal hit on that. But I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no way. That was such a clean, legitimate football hit, and that was beautiful. Yeah, and that was that was a great no call, a great job picking up the flag after they reviewed it because it the replay showed it was his shoulder that he hit, maybe a little bit of in in uh in unintentional contact with the helmet, but the much the blow was to the shoulder, not the head. Well, and like they said, with there being no no fans at the game a lot of those hits are sounding a lot more violent because you can actually hear them now so they're throwing the flags on the on the sound more than the actual action yeah yeah no because that that hit you could crystal clear hear (laughs) that and i was like holy cow and then i'm like no 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 no. that was just a nice clean hit it's just you can hear it easily because there's no one there. <laughs> yeah, right. that's a that's an old school sounding hit, but it was a clean hit even in today's NFL. And one other guy on the defense that I want to give at least a little bit of credit to, Robert Quinn finally got another sack. This is his first sack. It was a, a strip sack too, which is the same as what his first one was, which his first sack came on his first play as a bear back in week two against the Giants. Worst 
free agent signing of the offseason, in my opinion, but we did have a Quinn sighting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see that, but it's like... And then yeah, he disappeared again. Yep. Uh, well, he hasn't really showed up at all this season, yeah. which has been a huge bummer. Yeah, it was down. just nice to hear his name uh, for a positive reason. It was nice to hear it, see him get a strip sack, and the Bears didn't recover, but he forced a punt. And I'm going to just say this. I don't think Khalil is getting enough credit where credit is due. That guy is playing with a lot of Knicks right now. Last time, what was it? Shoulder, back, ankle. ankle yeah. yeah, he's 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 earned his rest for the for the year, but he keeps plugging away and coming out there and performing at a high level, which is insane to me. Yeah, it really is, and the fact that he comes in and he can take on double teams and stuff. His numbers are are good. They are good numbers. They're just not the elite numbers that he typically put up in his last few years with Oakland and his first season here in Chicago. But they are still solid numbers for any other player. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of the thing is that people are looking at the first season that we had with Khalil Mack, and that was just an extremely phenomenal uh, season by him. Heck, they were even talking about him possibly being uh, MVP. And uh, so comparing these pets, like these last two seasons compared to that first season, yeah, obviously, he uh, that was just an overall great season, but he's still do, playing really well. It's not like he's gotten worse. It's just he just had that one really, really good season. He's still playing phenomenal. All right, so let me ask you guys, do we have any worries about next week against the Jaguars? It could be a trap game, so you can't just overlook it because we've seen a lot of teams overlook games that they just come up short. The Rams and Jets, perhaps? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so hurtful on so many levels. Well, Brandon doesn't think thinks it could be a trap game. I won't disagree with that. What about you, Tyler? No, I think this is should be an easy win. Because I think now the Jaguars, now that they know that they are pretty set on getting that number one overall pick, they, they're they just like, screw it, let's just tank it. <laughs> Way to jinx it, Tyler. And with that, uh, I got a question for everybody out there. Do you guys think that the Bulls are a playoff contender this year? Tell us what you think on our Twitter account. What's that Twitter account again? Blow T Whistle 1. B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E 1. And when we come back... We get our opinions in on the subject. High School Sports is here in SportsOnChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball, we at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the League of Our Own. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take-action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teacher. Can I do it? 
I feel the blood rushing through me. And I keep going back for more. Carmen Castillo is under the influence of Dana, her volunteer trainer. Tuck your chin, Carmen. By spending just one day a week with kids like Carmen, Dana helps them develop interests that keep them away from drugs. Be a coach, a mentor, a volunteer, because you have something to offer. Log on to helpyourcommunity.org or call 877-KIDS-313. Brought to you by the Office of National Drug Control Policy and the Ad Council. This is Joe Perry and Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of an emergency. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor in sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. A few months later, I get a letter back saying, thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back, thanking me for my concerns, and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who will work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. It wouldn't be high school sports without the athletes, the fans, but it also wouldn't be high school sports without the officials. The IHSA is looking for officials in all sports. Officiating is a great way to stay involved with a sport you love. Above all, it's a great way to do something positive for your community. To learn how you can get involved and become a licensed IHSA official, call 309-663-6377. That's 309-663-6377. Or visit us on the web at IHSA.org. Stay the, the Illinois game. Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. 
number 24, Lowry Markkanen. From North Carolina, a 6-4 guard, number zero, Kobe White. The man in the middle from Duke at 6'10", number 34, Wendell Carter Jr. A 6'8 forward from Georgetown, number 22, Otto Porter Jr. And from UCLA, a 6'5 guard, number 8, Zach Levine. And that's the starting lineup for your Chicago Bulls. NBA season is back. That is right. Chicago Bulls are back. You are so giddy. <laughs> so giddy about it, too. I love it. I love it. This is where I talk. <laughs> yeah, this is your moment. So Bulls just played their last preseason game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. They won 105-103. to 103. Lori Marketing was the leading scorer, 22 points, 5 rebounds, 4 from 10 from downtown. Levine, 20 points, 4 assists, 2 steals. And Williams, 7 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. And Kobe White, 4 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. Wasn't the players that I expected to outscore, obviously except for Levine, but I thought I'd see a little more out of Kobe White. But it was nice to see Lori Marketing play a little more. Speaking of which, um, news about Lori Marketing. Sort from sources, it sounds like that uh, today we'll find out from the Bulls if they're going to extend Lori Marketing, but it sounds like they're unlikely to agree on a contract uh, extension, but we'll find out later today. Um, thoughts on if the Bulls sign Lori or not? Anyone? Um, I'd have to say I've been underwhelmed with him to this point. It could have been the system that they were running at the time, year, the, the last couple years. But for me, I, you're not going to get a big contract, for me at least, just from what I've seen so far. I will say this much. It was nice to see the comeback victory from them in their last game, even though it was preseason. I really don't care. It shows that they've, they've got some fight to them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, what's, which I've noticed is – that well, I can move on to this later if we're still talking about Lori Marketing. Brandy, do you want to say anything about what do you think about the Bulls not wanting to sign Lori Marketing? I guess a lot of it depends on what you how much stock do you put into the preseason. Like you said, he was their leading scorer in that last game, so does that mean anything to them or is that just kind of a throwaway game and they're looking at the obviously you have to look at the big picture not just that one game but it uh, my question would be how much stock can you put into a preseason game yeah that's exactly how i think of it because i haven't seen a performance like this from Lori Markman in a while and because i'm not since his rookie year he has progressively decreased in his talent um his shooting's not as good as it used to be because he's he used to have been a phenomenal three-point shooter. But the thing that's getting me the most is that he really has no defense at all. And last year, the Bulls struggled so hard with defense because we didn't have any defense, which being a seven-foot-one center, come on, you gotta have you got to be pretty good in the paint. Well, here's my thing, and, and I'm, I'll just say this. If the front office, office is serious about re-signing him, 
you better get market value. Like, not no, not market value. You better get under market value and maybe give them a little incentive to play better. Yeah, hometown discount. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the one option that I would so I would consider giving him if we were if the Bulls were to keep him. All right. Well, that being said, I want to get your thoughts on the Eastern Conference because to me, I think they are a contender for the playoffs this year from everything that I've seen so far. Uh, the the draft the rookie that they drafted looks like he's going to be a significant contributor, if not end up in the starting rotation at some point during the year. And it looks the East is not <laughs> once again nowhere near what the West is. So I think they've got a great chance to to at least make the playoffs this year. Oh yeah, no, I definitely think so too. Um which is because you're talking about Williams, is that they actually they don't have him in the starting lineup just yet, but they have him in two different positions, power forward and small forward, for the second string. So they're going to be able to mix him around there, and he will, he will probably get starting time, no doubt. I would say he's, what, probably legit six right now? Oh, oh no doubt. Yeah, easily. He's your first man off the bench? All right, cool. Well, for me at least... I don't know about you. I want to get your opinion real quick, Tyler. I see him as maybe a five or a six seed in the East, four, four at the most. Yeah, I could, I could see them around there because you still got now the Brooklyn Nets up and coming with Kyrie and Kevin Durant. You got, of course, the Milwaukee James Bucks. Harden possibly. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> Which actually, I just saw on breaking news about James Harden is. James Harden news coming I know right Miami at you. Miami broke off talks with Yep, that's yeah, that's exactly what it was. Was it Miami? Yeah, he broke off talks about trading for James Harden. He and Butler wouldn't get along together anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's gonna be exactly at the Harden and Westbrook situation. <laughs> so getting back, getting back to the Chicago. Wh- where do you see him at this year? How deep can they run, Tyler? How deep can they run? Ah, oof. I think they can get down to the. Uh, Eastern semis, not the Eastern Conference Finals, but the Eastern semis. I think because it's gonna. It's, I know I'm kind of really throwing it out there. <laughs> Throw it out. Be bold, man. Be bold. But just from what I'm seeing uh, from the preseason is that you're, we're seeing all of the guys, all of our starters play like a full game. It's not like other like how other teams taking it easy just on their starters. Everyone's playing full time. They're all getting 20 to 30 minutes playing time. And if you look at the things, they're averaging about 20, 25, almost 30 points a quarter. And if you look in the fourth quarter in every game, they outscore the other team every time in the fourth quarter. So they're they're playing all four quarters. I have rarely ever seen that from this team. And they're so young, too, and with a new head coach and everything. Do you think the core is here, or do you think they still need – Obviously, they can get supplemental pickups to help build, but do you think this core can lead them to the NBA Finals at some point? NBA Finals, that's a long stretch. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it is a solid core, I think. They got, like, good young talent. Like, Kobe White, he's been phenomenal in the preseason. Zach Levine, obviously, I've said before, he's proven himself that he's more than just a dunker. I got a surprise for you. I think the the comeback player of the year this year or the surprise of the year is going to be Wendell Carter Jr. 
I think he's going to show up and show out this year, and that's not because of my Duke-biased people. <laughs> that's an interesting statement. I mean, I think Wendell's going to play good. I've heard in the offseason that they were working on his three-point shot. I'm not going to lie to you. I saw his three-point shot at times <laughs> during the preseason. Just, just stick in the paint, buddy. <laughs> See, but that's where I think he belongs, and he should stay. Don't, don't try to be that finesse guy. Do what you do best. He did what he did best at Duke being in the paint, rebounding, and getting those second-chance shots to go in. Be that guy in the NBA, because you can be. He's got, he's got the skill set. Oh, the most definitely. I think, no, nah, don't make him do something that he's not comfortable with. Just keep him at what he's good at. But so, uh, Brandon, back to you saying about going to the NBA Finals, the way how the league is today, you need to have – a superstar to surround all these guys around. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Levine, phenomenal athlete, phenomenal, but I don't think he's at that potential yet of being superstar like a, a Giannis or a Kawhi. Not just yet. Maybe it will come up, but he's proven himself that he can keep up with these guys. Yeah, and let us know what your thoughts are, all of you out there listening. Let us know on Twitter how you think the Bulls are going to be. Do you think the core is there? Do you think they need just one or two more superstars? Let us know your thoughts on Twitter at B at blow T whistle one. I'm sorry. That's at blow T whistle one. And up next it's yours and ours favorite segment. It's you're killing me smalls. If you have something that you made that made you say you're killing me smalls this week, hit us up on Twitter. What's that Twitter account again? It is blow T whistle one B L O W T W H I S T L E one. But before we get to you're killing me smiles, here's Brandon with your sports update. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. It's Brandon with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to beonair.com. Final rankings for college football playoffs are officially out, and it will be Alabama and Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl and Clemson taking on Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. Remaining New Year's Six Bowls will be Oklahoma, Florida in Cotton Bowl, Georgia, Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl, Oregon and Iowa in the Fiesta Bowl, and North Carolina and Texas A&M in the Orange Bowl. In baseball, White Sox manager Tony La Russa pleaded guilty to reckless driving and will serve one day of house arrest, 20 hours of community service, and he will be fined $1,383. In hockey, NHL announced new division alignments for this season. Blackhawks will play in the Central Division along with Carolina, Columbus, Dallas, Detroit, Florida, Nashville, and the reigning champs, Tampa Bay. Each team will face the seven other division foes eight times in what will be a 56-game schedule. College basketball, Northwestern stunned number four Michigan State, 79-65. Number 13, Illinois lost to number 19, Rutgers, 91-88. Chicago State fell to Drake, 111-67. UIC beat Oakland, 90-73. And it was Western Illinois over UT Martin, 81-63. And this has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. 
If interested in a career in media, go to beonair.com. favorite segment of the show you're killing me smalls so happy this is the highlight of my mondays and fridays <laughs> i have to admit it's becoming a highlight for me especially on mondays because there's so much material it's always tough getting up in the morning to come work on our show but i just remember we have you're killing me smalls and this is just gets me going who's starting who's starting i'll start off with mine since all right just because David asked, and this has to go towards his wonderful team that he loves. So, oh, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm killing man. you down. So, my you're killing me smalls. The Atlanta Falcons does not disappoint on blowing leads in a game once again. They led 17-zip at half and then allowed the Bucks to score 21 in the third quarter, and the Bucks won the game. Second time, Tom Brady... Uh, came back to beat the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. You're killing me, Smalls. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I hate you so much. I, I've really come to the realization that Tom Brady needs at least a 14-point deficit against Atlanta to feel comfortable. <laughs> All right, and David, you want to go next? Yeah, you want to play that little piece of info that I got? You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. Herm Edwards with that prognostication from years ago. Well, Jets fans, you play to win the game, huh? Well, you just played yourself out of a franchise 20-year quarterback barring injury nice job so to the new york jets you're killing me smalls and mine has to do with the bears game about eight minutes left or particularly the refs in the bears game eight minutes left in the second quarter bears had first and goal from the one after a trubisky run head ref standing over the ball as the defense made a substitution and by the time he moved Less than two seconds left on the play clock. Bears ended up with a delay of game. And then a similar thing happened in the second half to the Vikings with just under 11 minutes left in the third. The Vikings ended up burning a timeout because of it. Both teams ended up scoring a touchdown, but this can't happen. The The refs leaving or covering the ball until less than three seconds left on a play clock, you have to reset the clock, so... The ref, the officiating crew, and the Bears game. You're killing me, Smalls! God, I love this, man. <laughs> well, I got a question for you. Let's ponder this for a second. Did Ohio State truly win the Big Ten championship, or did Northwestern lose that game? Coming up, we'll tell you our thoughts on the matter, and if you have an opinion, let us know on our Twitter account. What's that Twitter again? Blow T Whistle One, B L O W T W H I S T L E Uno. Mm-hmm. 
I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Enter the world of a spy by bringing your friends to Safe House in Chicago. Safe House is a spy-themed bar and restaurant that is a perfect combination of interactive entertainment and great food. Just enter through the red door and whisper the password to the agent and your mission begins. If you don't know the password, just complete a fun clearance test to prove you and your friends are not double agents. Safe House is not just about the adventure, though. The food is great, too. Be sure to try my favorite, the Mission Impossible Burger. It's a double bacon cheeseburger topped with onion rings and covered in a spicy ranch and jalapeno relish. Go to Safe House for the chance to follow the footsteps of your favorite spy. For more information, go to safehousechicago.com. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE teach early high school sports is here and sports on chicago.com we are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern illinois from the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball we at sports on chicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live sports on chicago.com and stc friday night lights in the league of our own Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equals baseman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the Nasty Biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the Chicken Fried Chicken Biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. I'm just a kid, and I've got asthma. You know just how upset I can get when I have an asthma attack. But you can help me. To fight my asthma. Put my teddy bear in the freezer to wipe out dust mites. Dry off my rubber duckies and bath toys to get rid of mold. Discover other simple ways to prevent an asthma attack. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS or visit noattacks.org. Brought to you by the U.S. EPA and the Ad Council. Because I don't want to feel like a fish with no water. 
Hey guys, let me tell you about this amazing podcast I listen to every Monday to get my week started off on a positive note called Monday Motivation with Hannah B, aka Skittles. We call her Skittles because she is so positive. Her topics include staying positive during COVID-19, coping with stress, spreading kindness, hard work pays off, and self-acceptance, plus so much more. It's available on Radio.com and Spotify. Make sure to listen as it will leave you feeling nothing but positive vibes. I got started at IMS here as an instructor a couple years back after I had heard a couple of people I worked with were also instructors here. I'm always here if you need help with developing your what you're passionate about. And that's what most people come here for. They have a passion. They want to do something. They want to do radio play-by-play. They want to do sports talk. They want to do updates, whatever it may be. My name is Fred Huebner. I work at ESPN 1000 as a host and sports anchor. And I am IMS. Fields, hands it to Sermon. Sermon with a big opening. Sermon slashing his way upfield. Sermon again, running left. And Sermon fighting, and Sermon first down. Sermon breaks it outside, stiff arms, and goes down at the 20. Again, Sermon, burst of speed down inside the Northwestern. The deep man, they give it to him, he breaks it back. Trey Sermon, touchdown, Ohio State. Sermon, first down, still running, Sermon breaks it outside, he's got the record, and more! That's right, Ohio State beats Northwestern 22-10, to and we will talk about that in just a sec, but real quick, we have another You're Killing Me Smalls, Russ up in here. Hello out there, this is Russ, new student here at the Illinois Media Broadcasting School. My You're Killing Me Smalls moment is for all the Notre Dame fans out there. Those poor guys just took a beating all weekend. You're killing me, Smalls! I love it. I love it. I felt no no pity for them whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely none. Absolutely none. But first and foremost, I want to talk Ohio State Northwestern. Kudos to Northwestern. My personal opinion is they lost that game. Couple costly turnovers and the inability to stop that run game, which I haven't seen a performance running back wise in a major game like that in a long time. Sermon was unstoppable, ridiculously good. I don't know if anybody did you get a chance to check it out at all, Brandon? I did, and yeah, it was ridiculous the way that he was running it. And really, that just started in the second half. In the first half, he had good yardage, but he was having a decent game, but nobody thought in the first half that he was going to break the record. Over 260 yards in the second half alone. That's ridiculous. I did not definitely did not see that coming because I was only able to watch the first half and that's when I was just like, wow, Northwestern is competing up against Ohio State. And then all of a sudden, I see the ending score. I'm like, what the heck happened? And then I saw Sermon's stats. I'm like, what the heck happened? Because Northwestern's defense was playing so well in the first half. Yeah, and the thing about it, Northwestern came into this game with the fifth best rushing defense in the country. Way to step all over me, Brandon. I was just about oh. to say that. <laughs> No, it's totally fine. <laughs> no, but you're right. It... That that's the big telltale with 
the dominant rush defense that they had that offensive line took i mean and they weren't small holes that he was running through he wasn't breaking off these small they were gaping holes that the kid was running through and gaining chunks not just four or five yards here chunks of yardage but that being said i'm going to say this right now i i know a lot of people are going to disagree with me but i'm going to agree with college football and say that the four the four best teams are in the college playoff but here's my thing if Ohio State now has that running game going, and I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, it's going to be like that every game." That's ridiculous. But if they have a legitimate running game going, they are now a huge contender for the national title. Oh, I definitely think so. I mean, with all the uh, hiccups that uh, Ohio State was going through through the season, with games getting canceled and possibly not even being able to be uh, able to play, but they were able to manage it. Definitely deserved to be in the top four, but Brandon, I told you this earlier. Or David, I'm sorry. Dabo Sweeney doesn't think so. Dabo Sweeney listed Ohio State at number 11. <laughs> Dabo's scared. That's why Dabo put that out. Dabo is scared. Um, your other two, Alabama, Notre Dame. I mean, there's a lot of people griping about Notre Dame just because of what happened in the Clemson game. <laughs> but... That being said, once again, it's Trevor freaking Lawrence. Yeah. An interesting stat about Notre Dame, though, is since the turn of the century, so mm-hmm. since 1980, or 1998, actually, in BCS or New, York, New Year's Six Bowls, they have six games. They've lost by double digits in every single one of them. Twice to Ohio State, once to Clemson, once to Alabama, LSU, and Oregon State. That's dating back to 2000. Here's here's my, and I agree with the stats. My issue with Notre Dame in years past is that they've been an independent. They haven't played those marquee teams and been, like they had Army and Navy in their schedule every year for, I don't know. This year they had a strict ACC schedule and they played contenders almost on a daily week and handled them quite well and handled Clemson. Now you can't help that Trevor Lawrence was not playing. You play who you play. They won the game. Kudos to them. Now you see how great Trevor Lawrence is and the point that he wanted to make was you wouldn't have done that if I was there the first time. But that being said, I think they've earned it this year, and I typically would not say that about Notre Dame. Yeah, I definitely agree because from years before, I mean, I couldn't stand how Notre Dame would always get ranked up there. I'm like, they don't deserve it at all. But exactly what you said, playing ACC teams, they deserve being up there, playing solid teams. But that outcome of the rematch of Clemson and Notre Dame, I knew that was going to happen. That was going to happen when they first played if Trevor Lawrence wasn't there. I mean, that's just in general. If you don't have your starting QB, it's very hard to win. So I have a question for you guys and for everyone at home. Let us know what you think. Will Notre Dame stay in the ACC, or are they going to go back? That was just a COVID thing, and they're going to go independent. You do realize what it comes down to, right? It's money. 
and they aren't going to join the ACC for the football because the money is too good <laughs> being an independent for them. That, it, at least in my opinion. If they do, kudos to them. I always thought they should be in the Big Ten personally, <laughs> but ACC is what it is, and if they decided to do strict ACC, I'd be all for it, man. I'd love to see that. Yeah, get to see them in Clemson every year. Ooh. Oh, I 100% agree. Um, because if they want to prove themselves that they're like a solid football team or in a great football team, just go up against the best. Don't settle easy for these smaller teams. So I think they definitely should. Well, that being said, uh, we got a couple other games or teams that I want to talk about. Uh, First and foremost, Alabama is number one again. (laughs) Was there any question, ever a question? You know what, though? I was rooting so hard during that Alabama-Florida game, and what an absolute show out for probably the three main Heisman candidates, at least in my eyes, in Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, and Devontae Smith. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but for me, Devontae just earned himself a Heisman with that game. I agree that he should, but I still feel like the committee's not going to give it to a non-quarterback. I think they're giving it to Mac Jones. Here's my only thing with that, and and I would agree with you on most years, but there is a former Heisman winner who had the exact same numbers. Actually, I think Devontae's surpassed him a little. Charles Woodson, who won the Heisman, has had the same numbers that Devontae has. So I don't know how you can deny that. And once again... Mac Jones is the third best player on his team behind Devontae and Najee and then Mac. But for me, it should be between Kyle Trask and Devontae Smith. Yeah, I could see that because with Kyle Trask, he's definitely the key player on their team. And then like you said about Mac Jones, he's the third best player. And I think you and me were talking about this earlier. Um, This almost could be with Mac Jones – like an AJ McCarron thing. Oh, for sure. Like he does, the he puts up the yeah exactly how the system is. Just how how he's played in college and he put up great numbers, won the Heisman, and then he just you come to find out he wasn't as great as the numbers put it as. But well, for for me, I we're gonna go over all the bowl games coming up probably next week when. How's that sound, Brando? Oh, yeah, definitely. Next we'll, week. Next we'll, week on Monday. We'll, we'll pick them. We're going to pick them. <laughs> and uh, I just want to talk about a couple of the games, though, real quick. For me, uh, Oklahoma, Florida might be really, really good shootout. But the two games that I'm most interested in are Georgia and Cincinnati at the yes. Peach Bowl. I think Cincinnati... I'm not going to give out a prediction, but I think <laughs> Cincinnati is going to come there with an attitude. Yeah, they, they feel disrespected, and rightfully so. They were undefeated, and what did they end at? The ninth, ninth slot, I think? Yeah. And Something like yeah, that, yeah. It, they were disrespected. In my opinion, they were disrespected. They have multiple two-loss teams in front of them, and to be dropped to nine, I think – that they will play angry. Oh, and that defense is already angry, so that's going to be fun to watch. 
And then the other one that I caught my eye was North Carolina and Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I think that is going to be a spectacular football game with two marquee qu- quarterbacks with Howell and Mold. Yeah, and North Carolina can run it too. Yeah, yeah I'm really excited to see that game just because I haven't really seen uh, – I mean, you know, North Carolina has never been really good at football. And so now that they, they're up there, it's just kind of exciting to see. It's always exciting to see, like, schools that just turn around, like, their, their programs. I'm going to say this right now. This is, this is future Dave talking. <laughs> North Carolina wins the ACC next year over Clemson. I'm going to call that one right now. Mac Brown has got that team on the right track. Hey, Brandon, can we make sure we keep this recording so we can tell David how crazy he sounds? <laughs> They've got the number one prospect, quarterback-wise, on their team next year. Sam Howell is legit. Legit. Okay. I I'll, would love to see this. It's going to happen. <laughs> I, pro- not, I, I predict. I got the crystal ball out and everything. <laughs> All right. Well, as much as we would love to talk about more at college football, we are coming to end of our show on Blow the Whistle. Thank you for everyone that stuck with us as we had some technical difficulties and had to start an hour later. But we were able to make it work, and we gave you guys a good show. Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, yeah thank you to Brandon for making it work somehow. It worked out well. Thank you, Russ, for coming up on our show. Thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, just a quick reminder, we do not have a show this Friday. Obviously, it's Christmas, so why would we be in here on Christmas yeah, Day? Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Hanukkah, Feliz Navidad, Merry Kwanzaa. Is there <laughs> anything else? Oh, the Festivus for the rest of us. That's the other one. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, y'all have a safe holiday season. Drive safe. Be careful out there. We'll talk to you on Friday. I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Enter the world of a spy by bringing your friends to Safe House in Chicago. Safe House is a spy-themed bar and restaurant that is a perfect combination of interactive entertainment and great food. Just enter through the red door and whisper the password to the agent and your mission begins. If you don't know the password, just complete a fun clearance test to prove you and your friends are not double agents. Safe House is not just about the adventure, though. The food is great, too. Be sure to try my favorite, the Mission Impossible Burger. It's a double bacon cheeseburger topped with onion rings and covered in a spicy ranch and jalapeno relish. Go to Safe House for the chance to follow the footsteps of your favorite spy. For more information, go to safehousechicago.com. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE teach early high school sports is here and sports on chicago.com we are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern illinois 
From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball, we at SportsTownChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. live. SportsTownChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the League of Our Own. Daddy, when you look at me, I can see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equals baseman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion? The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the Nasty Biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the Chicken Fried Chicken Biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. I'm just a kid, and I've got asthma. You know just how upset I can get when I have an asthma attack. But you can help me. To fight my asthma. Put my teddy bear in the freezer to wipe out dust mites. Dry off my rubber duckies and bath toys to get rid of mold. Discover other simple ways to prevent an asthma attack. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS or visit noattacks.org. Brought to you by the U.S. EPA and the Ad Council. Because I don't want to feel like a fish with no water. Hey guys, let me tell you about this amazing podcast I listen to every Monday to get my week started off on a positive note called Monday Motivation with Hannah B, a.k.a. Skittles. We call her Skittles because she is so positive. Her topics include staying positive during COVID-19, coping with stress, spreading kindness, hard work pays off, and self-acceptance, plus so much more. It's available on Radio.com and Spotify. Make sure to listen as it will leave you feeling nothing but positive vibes. I got started at IMS here as an instructor a couple years back after I had heard a couple of people I worked with were also instructors here. I'm always here if you need help with developing your what you're passionate about. And that's what most people come here for. They have a passion. They want to do something. They want to do radio play-by-play. They want to do sports talk. They want to do updates, whatever it may be. My name is Fred Huebner. I work at ESPN 1000 as a host and sports anchor, and I am IMS.